Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Hello everyone and welcome back to the 60th episode of the Mouldy Rogues podcast. The very definition of taking a joke way too far and for too long. In today's show we shall be starting a new feature, the 175 Club, and having another vintage Chinese whispers game. Okay, let's get to it. I've been quite addictively making a list of people in their heights. Mm-hmm. I know how much you love to play your car type. So I have now got to 87 people and their heights. And don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to play that. But what I thought as a potential feature Mm -hmm. is we choose one height and then round up all the people of the same height. So, for example, I thought you've got, I think, the tallest person, probably Stephen Merchant, somebody's around 200, shortest person is about 150. So mm-hmm. if we just stab the number in the middle, say 175, mm-hmm. and then you call it the 175 Club, and you put all those people together and see if they could run a restaurant. Okay. Who would be the chef? Who would be front of house? The waiters and waitresses? Who's making the drinks? That sort of thing. Out of the people who are the same height. Now... I was going to say that if you were just going to say we call it the 175 Club and you just need to guess which actors are 175 centimetres tall, I was going to say to you, at what point does this podcast become unlistenable? And I think (laughs) that would be it. Just me trying to guess what actors are 175 metres tall. Uh, I think the question at what point does this podcast become unlistenable is very much the mantra of the show. Well, that's where we're trying to get to. And yes. uh, I think we've, we've, we've certainly skirted it uh, with some we're, of our we're, recent features. We're rounding the horn. <laughs> yeah, very much so, yeah. And I think that would honestly be the equivalent of just listening to a podcast for half an hour of someone scraping nails on a chalkboard, Yeah, that kind of thing. The, or you know. somebody trying to guess what noise they themselves were making. Yeah, well, yeah. again, that, you know, That was a mercifully short feature. (laughs) I was worried when you came up with a whole theme tune that maybe you'd gone through all previous episodes and offline recordings and just jump cut a series of different noises that I made. And then I have to guess what they are. It crossed my mind. So what I will do now, because I can control F 175. So I will just find... Sorry, I thought you'd broken then for a second. Which, what do you mean? The control F175 thing wasn't completely clear. Right. So I have a... went, what I'll do now is I've got a list here <laughs> and I will control F175 and then we'll get the highest. Be- and I thought you'd gone short circuit. Right. No, I've got a list of 87 famous people and yeah. their heights. Good. Okay. Now we're back. We're back in. We're back in the game. I can immediately find the people who are 175. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Make a mental note of the following people. 175, mm-hmm. I think, five foot nine. So we're mm-hmm. looking bang average. 
Okay. Uh-huh. Now these people you are going to have to use to run a restaurant. The first person who will be working in this restaurant is uh-huh. Albert Einstein. Okay. Next up is Fiona Bruce, a lovely <laughs> newsreader. Then we have Harold Shipman. Okay. Okay. We'll keep him away from any jobs that actually involve the physical preparation of food, I think. Next, we have Axel Rose. Mm. We've got Boris Johnson. Really? Anthony Hopkins. And the last two are our pals, Pol Pot and Hitler. So they are all 175 centimetres tall. Your you heard staff. it on the Moldy Rogues podcast. First, Boris Johnson is the same height as Harold Shipman, Pol Pot, and Hitler. Coincidence? I don't think so. Oh. So, top of your head, how would you use this cast of characters mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. restaurant setting? Yeah. <laughs> It's tricky. I would probably send Shipman home because I don't. I don't want him involved. Fair in enough. The, in the, you know, he's surplus to requirements. <laughs> now, I think if it was my restaurant, I'd like to run a kind of um, El Bulli style molecular cuisine. You know, where they use a lot of science. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. You know, like the liquid nitrogen, that kind of thing. Small portions. Yeah. Yeah, you've not given me the greatest lineup for a, running a restaurant, well, that, if I'm honest. The, that's the beauty of this. It's the 175 Club. You're only well, allowed to I work mean, there if you're if identical you, height. If you sort of peppered a couple of evil people into each lineup, that's fine. But my lineup consists mostly <laughs> of dictators and serial killers for this particular <laughs> restaurant, which is not a ringing endorsement. Because to be honest, I think in terms of the restaurant manager, I would probably have to say in terms of his organizational skills, <laughs> that Hitler, but you don't want Hitler, then we're opening up a whole other kind of work. So I don't want to say that. So you can cut that bit as well. But the clientele well, are exactly, going to be questionable at best. Shaved heads and leather boots. We don't want that. <laughs> we are going to go for Albert Einstein, head chef, because I said molecular cuisine. That's what I'm yep. going for. So a lot okay. of science-based stuff. He's going to be all over that. I think he's got a, a commanding manner, but he's one of those people who commands by knowledge. You just know that this guy knows what he's talking about, so people follow him. So Einstein head chef. And then who else have I got? Well, I think uh, you've got to say Fiona Bruce is going to be front of house. Fiona Bruce front of house. Yes. That's done. Uh, Hopkins sommelier. Done. <laughs> Why is Hopkins a sommelier? I just would love to have Anthony Hopkins introducing different wines. I think it would just be absolutely hit the nail on the head. As soon as you said that, I thought that's he's sommelier. Nice Chianti. Well, that would be the only yeah. problem is everybody would make the Chianti joke. Everyone would order Chianti just to get him <laughs> to say a nice Chianti. And uh, just, just wondering, Anthony, have you got any beans that you'd recommend to go with? <laughs> I've had this before. <laughs> Fiona Bruce, I, I'll be honest, she's not knock it out of the park in terms of front of house, but then who else have I got? She's knowledgeable. She's beautiful. No, but she's too stern. You want somebody who's welcoming in front of house. She's a bit of a cold tallest, fish. Well, this is it, but tallest pygmy in the village. Otherwise, front of house would have to go to Hitler or Pol Pot. Well, no, you've so, got Axel Rose. 
famed Rose, for trying to start uh, fights in his concerts. Yeah, I think he's going to be washing the pots. Well, Get Rose in the back. jump ahead of ourselves. Bear in mind, we've okay, still okay. got Shipman, Pot, and Hitler to choose. <laughs> no, Shipman's on the bus home. He's gone. Shipman's gone. I'm sending him home. So I think that could be a rule for this game. I get to send one person home. There we go. As owner of the restaurant, you can send one person home. Okay. Everybody else has to get a job. I'm going to put Pol Pot on the pots because I like <laughs> that idea. Uh, combining a shit joke with racism all at once. Brilliant. Yep. Um, He'd appreciate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Pol Pot on pots. <laughs> What is that called? Nominative determinism. Yes. Also, he's a horrible, genocidal dictator, so you can deal with it. Also, I like the well, fact Hitler... that the one person you sent home wasn't Hitler. Once again, adding <laughs> evidence to the fact well, that you're a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking shipment. No, I don't want that man anywhere near food preparation is what I'm getting at, I suppose. I think it'd be funny when you line them all up at the start of the evening and you say, as you know, I'm going to have to send one of you home. And Adolf starts putting his jacket on. He goes, eh, not so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Adolf. <laughs> Same thing every week. Oh, Adolf. Do you... <laughs> uh, we're going to have to send one of you home for being despicable. Ah, oh, this again. Yeah, Paul Potts putting his shoes on. No, no, no. Oh, no, like no. it's you again, Adolf. Well, actually, Adolf. Um... <laughs> Paul. Um... On the pots again? Yeah. My hand's so wrinkly. Where yeah. are you from, Paul? Don't worry about it. I got very wrinkly hands. That's so, good, because now you've done the accent, so we've both <laughs> done something racist. So that's fine. I'll leave it entirely up to you, but I think this may finally be the feature that is the nail in our respective coffins. Next time we do this, definitely give me, I mean, one politically or morally ambiguous character is fine, but a whole host of them, because I need to put them somewhere. Otherwise, my restaurants, so far I've got a sommelier, I've got a stern front of house, Einstein is head chef. Those are the only three that I'm happy with. I'm not Mm. particularly happy with Fiona Bruce. What are you going to do with Boris Johnson? Oh, I forgot about Boris. Yeah, he's fairly personable. I mean, don't get him talking politics with anybody else who works there. In fact, you know what, I'm going to change this out. So... Boris is going to be front of house. Fiona Bruce is going to be head waiter because Fiona Bruce, stern, controlled, organized, orderly, will get the orders out to the correct tables. There's not going to be any cock-ups. If Boris does that, there's going to be things going all over the place that weren't ordered, (laughs) whatever, you know. Excuse me, we we didn't actually order the steak dollar. So that's a no. We won't have that. But front of house, good evening, fine. And then Hitler, well, Hitler was a vegetarian, wasn't he? So I think... Oh, he could chop the veg. He could be the commie chef. Yeah, I think Hitler, chef de commie. Yeah, that's good. Axel Rose, really, I wanted him on pastries and desserts. But I think Albert's going to need a bit of backup. So, yeah, he'd probably have to be sous chef. And then I, I think we just have to not offer desserts because Harold's <laughs> gone home. I think that works. I mean, the no desserts could be a problem. You could have a cheesecake in the fridge, couldn't you? I'm sure Boris yeah. could sell that. Boris probably in there. Cheesecake. Welcome to the restaurant.
Yes, I think that's got legs. So next time we do like 180 or 170 or something, we could have a dwarves only restaurant. So 160, everybody who works there has got to be a dwarf. Or the we decided, time- it seems, that having flirted with saying things that might get us cancelled, we've now decided that we're going <laughs> to skull the plane into the side of a cliff properly. <laughs> going to go the whole hog. You could have the Giants restaurant. So, you know, Stephen Fry and Stephen Merchant, all that lot. The 190 yeah. Club. The Giants restaurant is fine. You call it Land of the Giants. Exactly. But you're not happy yeah. with the dwarves. Although I've got a couple well, on the list who are technically dwarves. The thing is, if you, I think if you're talking about short people like Tom right. Cruise and the like, if you're talking about people who are actually dwarves, that's where I feel we get ourselves unstuck a little bit. Well, I did or have... Dwarves. Michael Jackson is 175 as well, but I thought um, he'd be too controversial. <laughs> the shipman, Hitler, Pol Pot, fine. People Jackson. say, I'm not going to that restaurant. Jackson works there. Teacher Noon feature whereby you have to answer questions based on her teachings on YouTube. So previously we did historical figures. I remember parts of the body, obviously, and of course the healthy food song. So I was looking through for her latest videos and she did Uh one during lockdown. She's continued to do them. All of them, zero views which is what I particularly like about it. She's not even watched her own videos. That's heartbreaking. That is the level of dedication that she is taking it, that she doesn't even watch it herself. She's done a song, and I want you to tell me what the lyrics are and what it's about, because I think it's quite the masterwork. Okay, let's have a, a listen. Wanna eat Thai barbecue? Wanna eat Thai barbecue? Wanna eat Thai barbecue? Wanna eat Thai barbecue? Because of COVID, I go anyways. I think it's not fair. Anyway, have fun. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Wanna eat Thai barbecue? Um, first and foremost, it really is a haunting ballad. Um, <laughs> it's good to see that Mumford and Sons are back on the road as well. Um, <laughs> so they are saying Thai barbecue, right? Knowing the songs that she's done in the past, but I would have got the Thai barbecue bit. But what I don't get is, does the guy then go into the reasons why he's frustrated about not 
being able to eat Thai barbecue. That's where he, I started to get a bit lost. Does he speak about COVID? Yes, he does. The Well, it's not really a chorus, but the oft-repeated phrase is, I want to eat mm-hmm. Thai barbecue. I want to eat Thai mm-hmm. barbecue. I want to eat Thai barbecue. I want to eat Thai barbecue. Really hammers that point oh, home. Yeah. Very much. But then yeah. he goes on to explain his frustration at his lack of Thai barbecue. And you're right. Uh-huh. The first line is, because of COVID, maybe you'd have to listen again, but then there are three more lines before he goes into his la-la-la-la. I would like mm-hmm. you to tell me what the reasons for his lack of Thai barbecue eating are. So he does say something's not fair. Well, it's admirable that he's putting his love of Thai barbecue behind the safety of others, yep. clearly, in these troubled times we live. But I didn't get any other reason other than the pandemic. So are there other reasons? You've got most of it, but he does describe the only food that he has eaten during the pandemic. I'll warn you, it's not Thai barbecue. So have a listen again. Try and pick out what the only food is that he can eat. Okay. So I didn't get any of that. <laughs> no? I think he said that because of COVID. He can't go anyway. And then I think he just gets lost. He gets wrapped up in the passion of it. And, uh, you know, I I struggle. Yeah, I'll tell you. He says, because of COVID and can't go anywhere. I think he says anyway, but he's meaning anywhere. I think it's not fair. I always have. And then he he manages to rhyme the word omelette with fair. I always have omelette. Ah, so yeah. all about the omelettes. It's all about the omelettes. That is interesting. Yep. Maybe you should introduce some a bit more of a mixed variety of food groups into his diet. If he's primarily having just his barbecue and omelette, it might not do him too many favours in the long run. But um, no, haunting, really haunting. It's quite a piece of work. So the next thing she does as a quiz is Mm -hmm. talking about abilities. Now, be sure not to play any of the ones that have got answer written in huge letters. Talking about abilities, one, give that a play. Okay, here we go. Dance. Dance. No. This is the problem, you see, because... What's happened there? Because you've played the wrong one. No, no, no. It just says uh, dance. The answer to question one is dance. But oh, that's for, for, oh I, the only instructions I gave you is don't play the one with answer. Do not play the one. So you played the one with answer. Let's, how do uh, you, let's listen to the question. How do you, oh, you piece of shit. How do you, how do you mess that up? Hi, dear students. Welcome back to English class again. Today, I'm talking about abilities. Are you ready? Look at this picture. This ability is... A piffling thousand! Pay the fellow Edmund and dab his impudence. The most girls have this ability. This ability um, is... 
did you say most girls have this ability? Oh no, she's a real misogynist. I see. Well, obviously that was that was a you know just a dry run, practice run, if you will. Clearly, the answer is dance, and I yeah. can sort of see how this game's going to work now. Um, well, let's pretend so. that that's not the first question. All right, let's pretend that's the dry run. Have a go okay. at ability number two. This one, the most people like to exercise by doing like this, and this ability is. This is Six Wives by Henry VIII. <laughs> um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that one is probably run. So most people exercise by run or running. You're going to go with? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Jump. What? Jump. Jump! That's how everybody exercises, oh. James. I mean, I, I beg to differ, but, you know, I'll defer to her superior knowledge on this occasion. But I, I, that certainly wasn't what I was thinking. Um, so you are zero for one. Have a go at number mm-hmm. three, kind of. Number three. Okay, look at this picture. What is he doing? He is running, right? And how can he run? Yes, he runs fast. This ability is. Wow! I was wondering where that was going. So is that is that one running? Well, let's have a listen to the answer. You go for running. The answer is. Mm. Run fast. I see. That was that was my error. I hold my yes. hands up. This ability so is running. not running. It's run fast. Yeah. You know, some real curveballs when you do a quiz and teaching. <laughs> I would have probably gone with running for the uh, exercise that most people do, but she no, no. apparently thinks most people jump. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I've just missed that. And, you know, you sort of go to the park and there's just all these people in tracksuits jumping. This is why you're morbidly obese, James. Well, correct. Yeah. Uh, number four. Number four. What are they doing? They are the captains. This ability is... This is Hound Dog, the new fragrance um, by Elvis Presley. She said they're captains. Yes, so that's the clue. The picture yeah. is captains. What are they doing? That could be... That's quite vague. She's only doing yeah. five or six abilities, so these are the main abilities that humans possess. My gut is saying that it's probably sailing, but, you know... As we've said before, she likes to throw in a curveball, so they could very well be captains of industry or, oh. you know, who knows. I'm going to say sailing, but I'm sure she's going to prove me wrong. Here we go. Fly a plane. Fly a plane. Well, that was probably the second choice. Fair uh, enough. It was going to be one of those two. So she's everybody, oh, absolutely Everybody can do it. Fly a plane. All right, next one. Mm-hmm. This picture, if you want to see underwater, you have to. If you want to see underwater, you have to. Uh, open ended question. Because this could range from dive into the water right up to develop gills. So there's a whole spectrum of possibilities with this one. I'm going to say dive or even nope. swim. Well, I will allow them because they are similar. I would say if the answer is swim, if she says it's swim, she's wrong. 
because to see in the water, you don't do that when you swim. All right, excellent. We're going to go with dive or swim. Let's see what Teacher Noon's quirky answer to ability to see underwater. Dive. Okay. This ability is dive. So dive is correct. Correct. That is your first correct answer. Claude won back right in time before we go into the final question. Here we go. Look at this picture. This is the kind of exercise. The most people need more focus on it. This ability is. I didn't really understand the people who need to exercise. People yep. need it. You got to focus on it. Drink water. That is an ability. Let's have a listen. See what she says. Balance on the ball. Balance right. on the ball. <laughs> Obviously, it's balance on the ball. I think I probably could have taken off the top fifty options that I had in my mind at the time when I heard the question the first time, and still not have got that. If she'd said exercise and you work in a circus, I might have got <laughs> it. Might have got into my top ten, but <laughs> I don't know who's answering that and getting balance on a ball right off the bat. If you're a sea lion and you exercise, how do you do it? Even then, I would have gone with jumping through a hoop to catch a fish first. Because I mean, she's teaching children and Thai children at that, and yet she's mm. teaching the most obscure elements of English rather than just go for running or something simple. Yeah, I mean, she's she's stitched me up good and proper teacher <laughs> noon once again. That's his whole way. And that is your lot as James rambles incoherently at yet another painful loss in life and, more specifically, the MRP. Next week, we will have two new features as we frantically throw shit at the wall with the vague hope that some of it will stick. Until then. Thanks, everybody. See you soon. Mm-hmm.